that the banks came after us. I was a, a, a shareholder in the new formed group, the new new formed company, and um, I went from being a multimillionaire totally broke in the space of a couple of months. Um, that was in 2008, and then 2009. <clears throat> by the way, I, I built that previous company just by doing collaborations and joint ventures. That's what, that's how we built that company to eight figures. And then in 2009, um, after I lost everything in 2008, I set myself a challenge to make a million dollars in uh, in 12 months. But I, I closed the deal in 2009 uh, within 30 days that made me 1.5 million dollars. That basically put me back on my feet very quickly. So I went from you know multi-millionaire to broke, then back to um, a millionaire again. Wow, we all hear the story of the person who gets it and then loses it and gets it back. And those are the people that you always want to pay the closest attention to because they know it. That's when, you, you know how we always hear the, the, the question where they say, you know, if you lost everything, you had to get it back, what would you do? And it's the people who have the knowledge in their brain that you, that's one thing you can never take away that you need to learn to get inside of you, and we all do, in order to make things happen and get what we want and to get our goals and be more productive in life. So I'm excited for another podcast that we have. This is uh, episode three, so I'm excited for you to meet Sohail Khan and um, this guy I've been following for a while. And you're going to learn more about that as the podcast goes, but you know what to do right now. Get your pen, get your paper out, get your learning mode on. Block out all the distractions. Get some to drink, eat, some popcorn, whatever you need to do. Because today you are going to love this episode. Alright? So without further ado, let me get myself out the way because I am ready for this and I'm excited for what is to come. Alright? So sit back, relax, and we're getting ready to go with full gear, full blast in three, two, one. Hello, it's Terrell Jones here, and we're back with another episode of the Protege Project. Wow, this is three episodes so far, and I'm excited because every time we come back, we always have another amazing person for you. And um, and I'm excited. I'm really excited about today because the gentleman that, that we're getting ready to, to listen to and talk to today, I've been following him for years. He's taking his online courses, and um, I've been personally mentored and coached by this gentleman. And not only that, you know, he's doing very well for himself, multi-million dollar business consultant, JV expert, joint venture expert, to be uh, more explicit, and eight-figure business mentor, Sohail Khan. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hi, Joe. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing amazing. Thank you for being on. All right. So, um, so, so today is going to be fun. Um, typically for uh, my audience, I, I really want them to really understand and get the mindsets behind what it actually takes to, to be successful. I think um, there's not a lot enough conversation in the world right now about what it really takes behind the scenes and the sacrifice and the things that you have to really, really go through to um, in order to, you know, to, to be successful in any craft. I think in everybody who is in um you know no matter what across what discipline they have i think there's a, a certain uh, uh certain elements that and common traits that people hold and and um you know so i'm just gonna ask you a few questions today so hell and uh hopefully you can uh you can help our listeners today yeah sure uh, fire away successful 
So, um, so, so what I want to start off with, and I actually want, I'm going to do something a little different, a little, a little bit different um, today. For my first question, actually, I want to, I want to start off with, if you had to say, what are you most proud of today? Um, and it could be from an internal and external point of view. What would you say that you're most proud of? I think the most, the thing I'm most proud of, obviously, apart from you know, um, being very successful, um, you know, making millions, losing millions, and then coming back again. I think the most thing I'm proud of is the um, the uh, the people that I've helped uh, along the way. To be honest with you, because you know, a lot of people are in certain situations sometimes in business where they just feel like giving up. Some people uh, have setbacks. Uh, and you know they just need to find their way back. And um, I think uh, over the the past years, um, you know, I've spoken on stages around the world. I've done programs, courses, coaching, mentoring. I think the one I'm most proud of is the successes uh, uh, that my students and people that I've, you know, um, spoken to or mentored or coached have done. I mean, I've got students who doing million dollar deals, um, doing very very well. You know, providing for their families, providing for you know, um, uh, their, 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 their friends um, and doing really well in their own space. So I think I'm most proud of that in terms of what I've managed to achieve and the difference I've managed to make in the world uh, for people who, um, you know, are really interested in the topic of uh, joint ventures and strategic alliances and becoming joint venture brokers and joint venture consultants. So I think I'm, I'm most proud of that achievement. Uh, that sounds great. That, that's, you know, I, I feel good about that too because that is one because I've I've been blessed enough you know to to be to be following you and you know and and you've had a big impact on my life and um, a lot of the, most of the listeners who's going to be listening to this are probably going to be uh, entrepreneurs who's just starting yep. out entrepreneurs who are <clears throat> probably working like a nine to five right now but they're looking to go full time um, in in regards to um, joint ventures, because we said that a few times. Can you um, just quickly just say exactly what joint ventures are for the people who may not know? Yeah, sure. So a joint venture is basically a collaboration between two or more people or businesses who get together for the uh, uh, the common good. So <clears throat> you may have two businesses who um, sell complementary products but have the same customer base. So by working together, um, they basically don't have to spend any more money on marketing, advertising, and sales. And they can basically promote each other's products and they can build their businesses much quicker while decreasing their overheads at the same time. When you've got more than two people in a joint venture, the third person is normally known as a joint venture broker or a joint venture consultant, which is what I do and which is a lot of the people that I've trained that actually act as the middlemen um, in the middle of putting these deals together between companies and helping them grow um, by doing more collaborations and joint ventures and strategic alliances. Uh, that was a great. Uh, thank you for breaking that down. Thank you. And that's the same thing. Um, it's pretty similar to what strategic alliances are, right? Those those two terms. Yeah, are, yeah, pretty much. I mean, in in the corporate space where I mostly operate, it's known as strategic alliances. But also in what is called the the internet marketing industry or the the, the small medium sized businesses, they would call it joint ventures. So it's exactly the same thing. But the terminology is different when you start working in in in, in corporate America. Uh, got you. Okay. Now, one of the things that you said was interesting. Um, you said that you lost millions, and you know, you know, I'm familiar with your story. But for the people who may not be super familiar with you, you you said that you lost millions. You had you made millions. You lost it, and then you made it back again. Um, would you Would you mind just going over, you know, sort of your 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 story of how you were able to? Yeah, sure. How, how that happened. So, so I originally. 
um, uh, created a, a, an online training company uh, many, many years ago, which was uh, very successful, um, uh, turned into basically an, uh, an, an eight-figure business. And I sold a majority stake in 2006 to 160 million IT group. Um, so that was the pinnacle of my success in 2006 uh, when uh, you know, I, be, I first became a multimillionaire and uh, was running an eight-figure business. And I sold a majority stake to a large IT group, uh, 150, 160 million. And then they went bust in 2008 during the recession. Because my deal back then was part cash, part equity, um, I ended up losing my whole business. And um, I ended up, uh, you know, the, the banks came after us. I was a, a, a shareholder in the new formed group the new new formed company and um i went from being a multimillionaire totally broke in the space of a couple of months um that was in 2008 and then 2009 <clears throat> by the way I, I built that previous company just by doing collaborations and joint ventures that's, that's how we built that company to eight figures and then in 2009 um after i lost everything in 2008 i set myself a challenge to make a million dollars in uh, in 12 months, but I, I closed the deal in 2009 uh, within 30 days that made me $1.5 million, and that basically put me back on my feet very quickly. So I went from you know multi-millionaire to broke, then back to um, a millionaire again, and then um, just started doing a lot of collaborations, helping companies put joint ventures together as a consultant, and then recently, actually this year, in uh, August, I sold my consulting and training company for eight figures, and that was a clean uh, walk away from that one. There was no, uh, uh, it was, wasn't similar to my previous deal where I ended up losing everything. I just sold um, all my IP and all my assets of that company uh, for eight figures um, in August. Wow, wow. So, but that, but that was just, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that was just the, the boot camp portion of it, but you're still you know, you're still able to operate and do the JV stuff online, right? Yeah, I, saw, I, I sold basically the IP um, rights to my uh, training programs, which is all my boot camps, and also my uh, a corporate client list, which is predominantly where I was making most of my uh, millions from doing the high-end consulting. Um, part of that deal, I signed a, a three-year non-compete, so I can't go back into that market for the next three years. However, um, what I did was very clever. I, I licensed back my IP so I could use that for the next three years just to do online training. And, you know, in, in January, I'm relaunching a new uh, program for joint venture brokers and joint venture consultants called my Certified Joint Venture Specialist Program. So I will be um, uh, doing a new program in January, but it will only be online because that's what my um, agreement uh, ha- allows me to do. Mm. Okay. Oh. There you go. That was smart. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I am a joint venture. I am, I'm a joint venture guy and, and licensing. So I just basically, you know, I, they wanted me to sign a three-year non-compete. I said, look, I'll do it only if I can uh, um, license my IP back, which they own now. But the royalties I pay on it are peanuts compared to, you know, um, uh, the rest of the deal. So it worked out well. Good, 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 good. Okay. All right. So. All right, so sort of, so sort of, um, being on the topic of, of you know, making millions and, and losing it. If you had, if you had to start all over again, you know, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have any of your existing relationships, no money, you didn't have any resources. The only thing you have is your knowledge of business, joint venture, what have you. But you don't have, but you don't have anything else. How would you get back 
to the financial status that you have today or make your first million? Well, I did that in 2009. You know, I lost everything in 2008, and I, was, I, I always keep my eyes open for opportunities, and I found a book that was um, uh, um, uh, that, that had sold 400,000 copies, and it was How to Use Your PC in Two Hours. So basically, mm-hmm. just repurpose, I repurposed the book into a DVD course, licensed that back to the same company who sold the 400,000 copies of the book. We sold 200,000 copies of the DVD training course, uh, my cut was seven dollars fifty um, per uh, per per uh, per unit sold, and that's how I made the one point five million dollars. Where did you get this? Where did you get this 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 mindset from? Because the way you said it, it's like, oh, you know, this is how I did it, and I, you know, like almost like. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you where it all started. I'll tell you. i tell you where it all started for for from me was my 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 main mentor, which is a guy called Jay Abraham. Um, uh, he wrote a book called Getting Everything You Can Out of All You Got. I read that book in 2001. Um, no, sure, no, early 2000, I read that book. And that's when I, uh, I um, used that in my first company to build that from zero to eight figures within the short space of a couple of years. So um, I've got him to thank for that. And then I did his certification program in 2000, I think it was 2004 in Los Angeles. And I became a certified joint venture uh, broker and that's how I got into it. Were you, were you doing it? Um, were you doing when you first started? Were you doing it full time, or did you have, did you work? You had to do a part time. How, how did you? I, how did I, you I, I did it. I did it. I did it in my own business. You know, I I started a. Uh, I had a startup where I was selling. Um, um, I was selling online training courses. Um, you know. Um, or, you know, back in two thousand. What well, was back in actually back in nineteen ninety six ninety seven. Um, before that, I was studying. Uh, I worked as an accountant. I got a job, and then on the side, I was looking for things to do because I didn't. I wasn't really enjoying my job. And then I was lucky to find a company in America that gave me the license for their uh, for their products or their courses that I could sell in the UK. So that's how it all started. Mm, okay, got you. There you go. There you go. You can do it. No excuses is pretty much what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, you know? and, and 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 if you're working nine to five, you can still run something, you know, online and just test it. Because I've got a lot of people uh, that I know that were that were working nine to five, but after five when they came home, that's when they did their business, you know. So right. uh, it's possible. You don't have to do it while you work while you got your work day. You just have to sacrifice your time in the evening. Don't go. Don't right. sit in front of the t- Don't sit in front of the TV. Get right. off Facebook or whatever, and just you know work on your business in the evenings. And when you start making money, and that money uh, takes uh, takes over your normal uh, salary, then you leave your job. You know, and you know what? And okay, so like, let's say if you if you had to work, right? Let's say you're working full time, and um, you know you're trying to you know you're trying to make your business success. You're trying to make your business successful. You want to you know you want to make maybe half a million million dollars, you know, within a year or a few years. How what should just what should just schedule look like? Because a lot of gurus, um, lot lot of um, you know, um, entrepreneurs. Don't focus. Do, don't focus on the don't focus on the money. Focus on the opportunity. The, the people get caught up so much in these gurus that they make. I'm going to make a million dollars or whatever. It's rubbish. You got to focus on the opportunity. You got to focus on the opportunity. Make sales. Learn how to sell. You know. And once you can do that, and you can learn how to sell, then it's easy after that. But focus on the opportunity. Don't focus too much on the money element because, that, because the money will come. 
Yeah, the money comes. If, you, if you're selling stuff, and, and I always say, uh, anything you sell, it's got to be high margin, man. Always, only, only deal in high margin products or high margin services that, you know, if you sell something for $100, you make $80, you know, um, or $50. You know, you want to make half, at least half of what you sell. You don't want to be doing volume-based stuff where you're making $2 and $1 on each thing. Find something that, find something that sells really well or uh, create a service that you can sell um, and, and you know, so you don't have to do, you don't have to sell much of it to make to make a lot of money. Mm, right, that, that's absolutely right. Uh, that's good that you got. I, 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 and, and you know, and you know, educate, and you know, educate yourself, build your skills, and find yourself a mentor. You know, make a bit of money first, try it out, and then get a mentor because at least you can go to a mentor and say, look, this is the stuff that I've done. I need help. I made a bit of money here and there, but I need someone to help me take me to the next level. Right. Okay. So, uh, for, so as far as the schedule, as far as like, what should I want to make this tangible? As far if it, if you're looking at a regular scheduled day, right? And let's say you get home at five, maybe six p.m. and at, at night, and you got to be to work at you know eight or nine o'clock in the morning, and everybody recommends that you know you're supposed to have seven eight hours of sleep, which is true. The science says that you should have seven eight hours of sleep. But then that doesn't leave you too much other time to do anything with family, or should you should you have hobbies, or you know what about you could do your, you you could do your family and hobby stuff on the weekends, man. I mean, during the week, just focus, you know, because long short term, the short term, uh, you know, effort you put in will re, will be a reward for the long term. So your family will always be there, man. And so you know, in the day, dedicate the, your weekends to your family, and during the week. You know, do, do schedule your stuff in the evening. The whole, I think the most important thing is building a list, and also mm-hmm. um, you know learn how to do that. Learn how to build a, uh, build a list, an email list, because that is will really help you um, uh, make money. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny too. And it's not just it's not just the the, the industry that we're in, because I have a um, I have um, I'm in a fraternity, right? And one of my fraternity bros, he actually um, does music. He's, he he raps, and but he yeah. finds it hard for, to get people to go to his shows. And one of the things I was telling him is like, you know, although we in different industries, you should still you should be, you should find a way to get people's emails or phone numbers or something. So you that's get easy. Next time, that, that, that's that's e- that's easy, man. Just do a joint venture. You know, just go. Just go to someone uh, who uh, go to a local restaurant or go to a local place where they get traffic and people come in, and just get them to promote him. And then whatever he makes from it, give them a cut. He can even give them a hundred percent of the ticket price and say, "Look, if you get these guys to my show, I'll give you a hundred percent of the ticket price. You keep that, and then at the show, you should have something that you can sell to the audience, like a, a, a like a CD or something, you know, or like a download, an MP3. That's how you. That's what you. That's what you should be doing. So you get paid on the back end. There you go. Yes. All right. All right. So all right. So switching gears a little bit. So um, now you know you have to overcome a lot coming up. What um, do you still get overwhelmed like now? And if you do, how do you deal with that? I I don't because one of the things I my my one of my mentors taught me was to focus on one thing until you become a master at that, and then move on to the next. So I've always focused on you know, joint ventures uh, and business growth stuff. So I, I only focus on what I'm good at and what I know. I won't, um, uh, I won't, uh, you know, do, I won't chase anything else apart from that because 
Um, that's what I'm really good at. And then I just I focus on what makes me the most money. So I'll focus on two or three different areas, and that's all I'll focus on. So I don't overwhelm myself anymore, to be honest with you, because I, I'm very focused in terms of I know what my skills are and what I should stick to. You know, I got interesting questions. Some people um, feel like, and um, and I don't know the answer, so I, I really want your honest opinion on this. Some people feel like when they, for them to start, you know, whatever uh, profession that they're in, that is good for them to, um, let's say they have services or if they have, they already have a product, but they but they want to be able to fund, you know, whatever part of their venture or whatever part of their business. Do you think that it's a good idea to go out? And get a get a job or or find ways to make money another way, and then once you build that money up, apply it to your job. Or do you feel like they should? Or do you feel like they should be able to, you know, better their marketing or learn how to better do what what their business is about in order to grow their business? Well, it's it's easy. Just go, just crowdfund it. If you want a, if you've got a business idea and you want to raise money, go and set up a crowdfund page and see if people are interested in investing. If people invest in your idea and give you the money, then you've got a business. Mm. There you go. There you go. All right, and then I got <clears throat> all right, then I got um my last one, two questions here for you. If you had to give your kids two or three pieces of business and you could separate it, business advice and life advice, what would those pieces be? What what would the what that what would that advice be? That's easy. I'd say be persistent at what you do um, uh, and be persistent in, in, your, in your goals. Um, I'd say uh, collaborate. Find someone who's already done what you want to do and partner with them. That will get you there quicker. And I think, I think on the life goal is um, always ask yourself every day, what difference are you making in the world by doing what you do? Mm. That's beautiful. I like that. Actually, yeah. I'm a, actually, I'm going to write that down myself. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, at the end of this podcast, I like to do something that's that's a little fun, um, you know, just so people can sort of get get to um, you know know you a little bit better. All right, and um, since since it is um, October and Halloween is coming up, I think it'll be fun to do something. Um, this segment is going is going to be called Truth or Scare. And what okay. Truth or Scare is, the truth is, um, I ask you a question, and you have to you have to answer it truthfully. So it's going to be something that you know you probably you've already experienced. Or scare is more of a what if question, and then you have to say what would you do in that scenario. Okay. Okay. All right. So you want to do truth or scare, Sahil? Uh, let's try scare. <laughs> All right. So for the scare, um, if you had to choose to, if you had to choose one of these two things, what would you do? Either a, you have to run through a public beach nude, right, or B, spend a week in jail. What would you do? Well, I've done both. I've done both, my friend. Yeah. I've done both. <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> hey, well, there you go. You never know what you're going to learn, huh? All right. So I guess neither one won't make a difference, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you give me a truth one then. I'll, I'll go for a truth one. As well. You want to go for a truth? All right. So the truth is, um, all right. What fears did you have when you first um, started your business coming up or your career coming up? What fears? I think I, I think the biggest fears I had earlier was, you know, will people um, accept me and what I do, and also will 
people buy? You know, if I put myself out there, you know, what sort of reaction will I get from people? I think it all comes down to mindset. You've got to be, um, you've got to be confident in what you do and you've got to be good at what you do as well. I mean, really good. So, you know, there's a, a quote in the Bible somewhere that says, you know, uh, know thyself, right? So I always say to people, you know, when you're in a situation where you have that fear, where you think, you know, can I really do this? Just ask yourself, you know, um, uh, that question that, you know, do you know, do you know thyself? You know, do you know what your, you obviously know what your capabilities are. I mean, I'll tell you why, because I've got a client uh, that I'm mentoring right now and he sells 150k packages all day long, right, for mentoring and coaching. And um, he wants to start doing high-end consulting where he's charging 150k a day. And he's like, and he's like, I don't know, man, if I can pull that off. And I was was like, dude, you know, what do you mean? If you can do that with individuals, why can't you go into an organization and say, look, this is what, this is what my fees are. This is what I charge. This is what I can do. Because I said, you've done it already. So it's just that thing, you know, it's even, even the people who are at the high level, even they have these sort of fears where they're like, I don't know, you know, if I put myself out there and say, look, this is what my fee is. Are people going to laugh at me? Or I said, why should, why should they laugh at you when that's what you do? For you know, for for a twelve month package, you you know, for individuals, you do one hundred fifty k. That's what they pay you for coaching and mentoring. So, so you know, everyone has that. I think everyone has that split second where they think, you know what? And you know, I get it sometimes. You know, when I I was doing high end consulting, I was charging fifty k a day, and um, you know, I would go into a, a, a corporation that was a you know five hundred million or a billion dollar corporation, and I'd sit on a table with other board of directors, and I. I think to myself, you know what, I, I'm, you know, are they going to think that I know nothing? Are they going to think that this guy sitting here, who, who, who is this guy for, right. for me to charge, for me to charge him 50 K for a day's consulting. But I'm, I know my topic subject more than anyone else in the world. Nobody knows it better than me apart from probably Jay Abraham, but, and you know, he's, he's my mentor. So I, 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 they can't, they can never test me on that subject. They can ask me questions and I'll answer all of them and I'll show them what I know but I don't think they can ever test me or try and, you know, um, you know, make me your, your value. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, disprove my value and think that this guy doesn't know anything. So, you know, that's. It's, I think it's just. I think it's just being human. You know, you. Everyone has doubts sometimes. Even you know, I have doubts sometimes when I go into uh, large corporations. But I know that I've done it before hundreds of times. But it's just one of those things, you know. Um, uh, we all have it inside of us. So, and then and then you just get on with it. That's beautiful. That's that's beautiful. And that's that was great. The part of words. So I appreciate you for being on today, Sahil. Um, cool man. Everybody wants to know more about you. Where can they go? Okay, so if you want to know more about what I do and uh, my programs and uh, and stuff like that, uh, go to uh, www.milliondollarpartnering.com. And if you're looking for some free training and some free stuff, uh, go to www.milliondollarpartneringclub.com. Thank you. There you go. And actually, you still have your um, you, you still have your guerrilla marketing book available as well, right? Because that book is amazing. If you want to learn more about joint ventures and strategic alliances, and and this was this conversation was interesting to you, where can they go to to find that book? Yeah, just go into Amazon.com and type in Guerrilla Marketing and Joint Ventures, and I've just recently updated it, so you know you you'll be able to get the latest version there. All right, that's awesome. All right, well, thank you, Sahil. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. No problem, man.
All right, and for everybody else out there, make sure that you continue to subscribe and, and come back because each and every week we're going to have more for you, all right? So till next time, you continue to make each and every day more productive. Yes, another great episode in the books, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, do me a favor and do three things for me. One, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you can continuously get updates every time I release a new interview. Two, make sure that you follow me across all platforms. It's I am Terrell Jones, I am Terrell with two R's and two L's. Jones, and that's of course my Facebook, my Instagram, and my Snapchat, and my Twitter. And then number three, make sure that you check out other things that I have going on on my website, which is Terrell-Jones.com. So until next time, you continue to go out, you continue to grind, and make each and every day more productive.